it's your boy Dim, here to bring you another episode of Almost Athletes. Uh, it's just going to be me today, but this one's a little bit special. Um, this one really hit home. It's the news about the European Super League coming into effect. Um, really, really groundbreaking stuff. This, this came out yesterday, April 18th, 2021. I'm sure this will be a day that many, many soccer fans around the world will remember for many, many years to come. Um, yeah, so basically, for those of you who are not aware of what this is, it's basically a rival to the Champions League. Um, Champions League is Europe's greatest competition on the club level. Uh, teams are fighting for a position in the Champions League throughout the whole season in their respective leagues. Uh, Premier League is the top four, for example, uh, will make it to the Champions League. And this whole Super League thing is pretty much removing that entire competition from the league. It's literally removing the entire competition. So now, if that's the goal for these clubs, making it to this European Super League, that's only five clubs in Europe. The rest of them, the 15, it's 20 teams total, the 15, the 15 main clubs that are going to be there are permanently there. There's no competition. There's no worry about, hey, am I going to make it to this thing next year? You know what that means? That means that it doesn't matter if you are finishing anything less than first in the Premier League or any of these other leagues. If you see midway through the season, you know what? I'm not catching this number one team, Man City, this year. Um... You don't long you don't longer give a shit. If you're a top well, I, I say this in quotes, top club. Really? Tottenham and Arsenal deserve to be there? I've been Tottenham fan. And I mean, first of all, I'm absolutely disgusted. I'm appalled at what's been going on with Tottenham and I can't believe that they're a part of this. It it, it really it really hits home. I don't know why Daniel Levy is even I don't know why he's going with this shit. Um well, I know why. It's all greed. It's all greed. It's all greed, and it's unacceptable. And I think, well, just to give you a little bit more of a background here, the first time that this Super League was proposed was in 1998. And of course, people, there's a lot of resistance to this league, rightfully so, because it's so greedy, and it just takes the most powerful clubs in the world and puts them on a permanent basis to compete against each other without having much other um, resistance from anything else. It's just going to be them consistently. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. So this was back in 1998, and no one likes this idea. Come to 2021, 2020, 2021, coronavirus hits. Now clubs are beginning to feel a little bit financially unstable. And, you know, of course, Florentino Perez, who is the... Uh, he is the president and commissioner of this league. He decides now is the time. Now is the time for us to swoop in and try to try to take over this whole Europe and and world football pretty much. Um, I, th- I it's it's crazy. It's it's honestly crazy. He says he he's quoted on. Um, on multiple different sources here. I'm looking at Fabrizio Romano. Uh, he's a very trustworthy 
when it comes to soccer news. He's he's always on the scene. Um, but he he's pretty much explaining how these big clubs are losing a lot of money. He say here at Real Madrid, Florentino Perez is also the president of Real Madrid. He says we've lost a lot of money. We are all going through a very bad situation. When there is no profit, the only way is to play more competitive games during the week. The Super League will save the clubs financially. This will save the top 15 clubs, these 15 clubs financially. What about the rest of the clubs in, in the country and the world? This is not going to do shit for them. What it's going to do is going to take away from the value of the league, of every, their respective domestic leagues. In addition to that, it's going to take away the value from the Champions League, which is what every kid dreams of being in when you're five years old and you, you watch all these greats performing in the best leagues in the world and then boom they're at the top stage playing in the champions league final this is the shit you dream of this is the shit you live for and they're just stealing that from people they're stealing it from the fans they're stealing it from these young players you you can't do that you are literally destroying the culture of soccer when you're doing that so i mean thinking at think of it right now i'm i'm seeing that this is the way he's thinking of it it's just a money machine for him that's all it is. And all these teams that are in agreement with him, I, I, I'm honestly shocked. So the way that this, this league is going to be structured, let me explain it to you guys. Um, it's going to be 20 teams when, with 15 founding clubs. These are the 15 that are not going to be changing at all. And the next five are going to be handpicked by uh, the presidents of these, well, the board members of this of this league. Um, depending on their performance in the last season. Um, and they're going to play midweek. So this is not going to interfere with, with the league ties, apparently. And it's it's supposed to be a replacement for the Champions League, but it's not going to work the way they think. Yes, we're going to be watching. If this happens, we would potentially be watching uh, these giant teams performing on a weekly basis against each other but that also takes away from that takes away from the value of it you know when you see something over and over again El Clasico you only get two three times a year maybe four if you're really lucky and now this is something that we're going to be seeing multiple times we're going to see it in in the domestic league we're going to see it in this in this super league all the fucking time it loses its value it loses that oomph it loses that x factor of you know Anything can fucking happen. We get used to this in a year, two years, three years, four years, five years. We're going to be like, yo, I've seen this so many times. I'm no longer even interested in it. That's what it's going to do. So this is supposed to be starting in August for the start of the 2021-2022 season. Uh, that's what they're aiming for here. He wants to start it as soon as possible, Florentino Perez. Um, and... Yeah, he says he's well aware of all the the ripple effects, and I'll, I'll discuss them afterwards. I mean, I've, I've pretty much pointed out a bunch of them already, but uh, let me just continue going down the list of the teams that are participating this in this. So we've got AC Milan, Arsenal, Atletico Madrid, Chelsea, Barcelona, Inter Milan, Juventus, Liverpool, Manchester City, Manchester United, Real Madrid, and Tottenham. So these are the founding clubs that there. There's room for three more apparently, but these are the these are the founding clubs 
that are going to be recurring members of this league. And, I mean, <laughs> we're, talk we're, talking we're talking the Super League here. I mean, Arsenal, really, really. Look at Liverpool this year. Yes, they've had a great five, six years prior to this year. Manchester United, I mean, before fucking, before Sir Alex Ferguson, Manchester United wasn't the greatest club. They were struggling too. There's these. The whole argument here is that these are the historically best teams. Manchester City, prior to 2010, the fuck were you? Real Madrid, Barcelona, obviously super rich in history. Uh, so that's different. Inter, AC Milan, also both rich in history. Juventus, not as much as those two. So you you look at these clubs and you're like, man, really? These are this is the best in in recent history, and really just the ones who've been taking advantage of the money market of soccer and who've been getting the most returns besides Bayern Munich and and. Dortmund's in that list too, sure. I mean, there's a, quite a few that, that aren't, that didn't make this cut. But, yeah, that's the way this thing is structured right now. And it's it's crazy to me. So one of these um, ripple effects is that UEFA and FIFA, the ones who run, uh, I'm sure you guys have heard of the World Cup, Euros, Champions League, Europa League, these guys run everything, every international event, sporting soccer event in the world, pretty much. And what they're saying is, if you are a player or um, if you are a player involved in this Super League, then you are going to be ineligible to participate in the Champions League, Europa League, World Cup, and Euros. You won't even be able to play on your national team. That's as far as this thing is going. They're trying to receive, they're trying to push it back, but let's be fucking honest, they're kind of in a shitty spot to say that right now. You get rid of all these big clubs, big big players, what are you going to I mean, that's a lot of that's a lot of your revenue, just people wanting to watch these teams. As much as I hate to say it, it's a fucking shitty spot for them because you're going to get teams like West Ham, great team, yes, but West Ham in the finals of the Champions League, you're going to get teams like Napoli, like, I mean, really? Nothing against those teams, right? But that's not what we're expecting. That's not who we're expecting at all to be at that level. So it's just insane to me that it's got to it's gotten to this point of greed this level of greed that we're seeing a, a handful of these quote-unquote super teams joining this league and pretty much trying to steal all the revenue all the money market for a four billion person community in the world I mean, this is probably the craziest thing that's happened in soccer. I, I mean, at least in my lifetime, I've never seen anything like this. It's for you NBA fans out there. If you guys are listening, trying to gain perspective, it's like if you're throwing in, um, all right, let's say six of the best teams in the league right now, 
decide to say, fuck off NBA, I'm going to go do my own thing. Let's name a few. Let's say um, Miami, because I'm a Miami fan. Maybe they don't deserve to be here, but you know, it's Miami. Uh, Lakers, Nets right now, uh, the Clippers, Bucks, then you have, you know, the, the Phoenix Suns, you're thinking Nuggets, like, these teams are, if they decide to secede and do their own, do their own thing, the Jazz, you know, they try to do their own thing, um, and then in the mix, you get, you get the fucking Knicks, right, and you know what, Knicks, that's not even a good comparison, let's say the Kings, right, Kings, you throw in uh, the Rockets, like they're part of it too. That is just freaky, man. Like it just it's just freaky how that works. So yeah, it's, it's as if the all these teams come together and decide to leave, and those two random ass teams are a part of it as well. Three random ass teams are a part of it, and they decide, you know what? Screw the NBA. We're going to do our own thing. What do you think is going to happen? Honestly, am I going to go watch the mediocre teams perform on a weekly basis? I would love to say yes, because to be in support of the NBA and to be in support of, you know, pretty much just against that system, what what these people have done. Um, But at the end of the day, I'm trying to watch good basketball. I'm trying to watch LeBron James. I'm trying to watch KD. I'm trying to watch James Harden, Kyrie, those three play together. I'm trying to watch Donovan Mitchell. I'm trying to watch the big names do their thing. You know, so this is what's it's going to happen. I mean, people, fans around the world are going to be shook, of course, for a little while. But if this thing, if this thing actually takes off five years down the line, we're going to, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen to the world, honestly. We are going to want to watch the best players perform on a weekly basis, of course. But like I said, the competition can only get so interesting. And the five years down the line thing, is it going to be, oh, we're constantly interested in what's going on? Or it's like on one hand, we are so used to these high-level players playing uh, all the time and amongst themselves only. And the other hand of that would be, Oh, we're, I mean, we're watching subpar teams or mediocre teams perform and at supposedly the highest level in the world. It's just going to create a disconnect between the two. I mean, it's just going, it's going to be a very different world if this thing is, is actually allowed to move, move forward. So we'll see what happens with Florentino Perez and the and the Super League after they face all this backlash. Um, apparently, there are a couple teams. This is according to to Fabrizio Romano. Um, there are a couple teams that may back out. Uh, this includes pretty much I think it's Chelsea and Manchester City. Uh, they said that they were interested in you know kind of moving away from this. Um, of course, that's all speculation. We don't know what's going to happen. So we'll provide you guys with an update as soon as we get some more news. But right now it's looking grim. It's looking, it's looking real grim for the, for the whole soccer community. Um, and I really hope that this thing doesn't end up going through, but it, it, it's not looking good. (laughs) 
But yeah, thanks you thank you guys for tuning in. Uh like I said, I'll have an update for you guys as soon as I I hear some solid news. I just really wanted to talk about this, get some shit off my chest. Uh, if you guys have anything to say or any comments, uh, go ahead and leave a comment in uh, Instagram on Instagram or any of the other platforms. Feel free to DM me if you have any questions or have any comments on anything. So, yeah, thanks again for tuning in, and we'll talk to you guys soon.